Today's podcast episode is sponsored by Activate, an online learning platform for women of faith in business who need additional support and accountability. We host monthly workshops, masterclasses, tutorials, and everything you need to increase your impact, scale your business, and strengthen your brand messaging. If you're interested in signing up, go to blackgirlswithpurposepodcast.com forward slash activate and you'll receive your first two weeks for free. I can't wait to see you inside the Activate community. Michelle Lene is the owner, host, and executive producer of the Christ Over Culture podcast, a podcast for millennials who desire to grow in a personal relationship with God. Since 2016, Michelle has released podcasts that focus on the intersection of faith and culture. After the first year of the podcast, Michelle was inspired to start the annual Fill Your Cup Brunch, where millennials come together to take a deep dive into unconventional topics about faith and culture. While spearheading the Fill Your Cup Brunch and maintaining her podcast schedule, Michelle became an author. In July 2019, she published her first journal titled Fulfilled, a goal-tracking journal that helps individuals plan their days and track their goals to maximize their lives. Michelle is a 2013 Phi Beta Kappa graduate of Spelman College with a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science and a graduate of the University of Texas School with a Master of Public Health Management. Beyond all these really impressive stats, Michelle is also a dear friend to me. You guys may recognize her voice because she was my co-host for the Fearless Live Podcast Experience, celebrating our one-year podcast anniversary. And I talk about this more in the interview, but she was the first podcast interview I ever had. When I, and I actually went and visited her to record my podcast interview back in 2016 when Black Girls of Purpose was just starting. So I'm so excited to introduce you to her. I know that you're going to get so many nuggets of, of wisdom from her because she is just amazing. And I hope that you'll get your notes out because she said so many wonderful things. Thank you, Bree. I'm so excited to be here and to connect with you as well as the Black Girls with Purpose. So thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. I have been wanting to have you on the podcast for I don't even know how long. And I know we talked offline about the fact that you didn't even realize you hadn't been on the podcast because for you guys who have listened to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast for a while, you uh, may recognize Michelle's voice because she came to Dallas and was a part of our live fearless podcast experience which was our one-year anniversary here in dallas in october of 2019 but you know that was more of a, a back and forth conversation and so i'm excited to just focus on michelle and all the amazing things that she's doing because she really is such an amazing person and I was trying to think to myself, even before I, I got on here, just thinking like how our relationship got started. And, and if you listen to that podcast episode, you know that Michelle was the first person who interviewed me on a podcast. I'd never been on a podcast before. Um, and that was in 2016 when Black Girls of Purpose first got started, way before we even had a podcast. But I realized that 2018, when I started the podcast, was really when we started to cultivate a relationship. And it's so interesting because y'all know I'm always talking about being collaborative and not comp competitive when 
Michelle saw that I started a podcast, she was like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so excited. You know, it wasn't a girl, excuse me, I'm the podcaster out of this group. It was none of that, none of that foolery. Um, and so then we just kind of started checking in naturally of, hey, what are you working on? Hey, I see you have this project coming out and really became accountability partners uh, without ever saying verbatim, hey, can you hold me accountable to these things? And so it's just been amazing to see the various projects that uh, Michelle has worked on even over the course of this past year. And we'll be talking about a lot of those things today. Um, but I just wanted to give y'all that background because uh, y'all know here Black Girls of Purpose, we're all about creating spaces for women of color to connect. And it just is so amazing that Michelle and I have been able to maintain this connection, which almost four years, it'll be four years this fall, which is nuts. And we have only met in person maybe like twice or three times or something like that. So it really just shows when you're intentional about building relationships, it doesn't matter if you live in the same city or not. Exactly. Beautifully put. So I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself. Of course, I shared your formal bio before we got on here, but I always like to have my guests share something that people might not read in their bio or something that might surprise them to know. Um, something that might surprise you guys is that um, I love to dance. That's something that I don't know that a lot of people may know about me. I started dancing when I was two years old and um, did like dance competitions and um, competitive dance for many years. And it's something that I just love to do. I think it's fun. I think it's relaxing. And so, yeah, that's just like a fun tidbit. Um, I took salsa lessons in Cuba in 2018. And so, Anytime I get an opportunity to dance or learn about different cultures and travel and dance and eat good food, of course, but to travel and dance is always fun. So that's like a cool, I guess, tidbit about me is that I love to travel and I love to dance and learn about the different dances and the cultures uh, of the places where I travel to. That is a fun fact because I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> Cuba's on my list of places I want to travel to, so that's amazing. And I love that you said it's you gotta it's it's about knowing the culture, and you love hearing about the dance or, or learning the dances, but it's also about the good food because I mean for real, y'all. Let's be real. If you're really uh, if you love traveling, you probably love food too, and you like exploring different culinary you know techniques. So that's really cool. Um, mm -hmm. You have you wear many hats. I feel like in the time that I've known you, I've seen you do a lot of different things. I know you have a background in health. I know that you went and got your master's. I know that you started the podcast, your Christ Over Culture podcast, from a need of saying, hey, I was even struggling in my faith, and I needed to know that God was real. And so you went through that journey with the people who ended up being your listeners in your community. Um, so what? how do you balance the hats that you have? And how have you seen how God has just naturally made room for all these different avenues? Because I think that sometimes we as women of purpose, Black girls of purpose, sometimes we feel like if we have a lot of interests that we're not focused, right? It's like for you to say, I'm interested in dance. There's some people who might listen to this and say, yeah, I'm interested in dance, but I don't really do that because, you know, that doesn't really have anything to do with my quote unquote purpose or that doesn't align with the specific field that I'm in. And so how do you navigate those different parts of your personality and the different hats that you wear? Yeah, I think that you're always going to wear different hats throughout your lifetime. So I think that that's something to just kind of embrace 
whether you're a wife, a mom, a teacher, a student, a daughter, um, a boss. I think that it's all about finding and maintaining a balance or a harmony that works for you and your family at a given point in time. So you may need to level up in one area and scale back on one area in different times in your life. I remember when I first started Christover Culture in 2016, um, I was taking dance lessons and that's something that, um, yes, I really enjoy doing, but I remember kind of scaling back on that just a bit in order to ramp up Christover Culture. And um, going back into the dance studio is something that I've been thinking a lot about, but I'll just dance at my house, like put on a YouTube, like dance video, exercise video and do that. Um, so I think at various points in your life, you just kind of have to figure out like, okay, what are my priorities in this particular season and how do I balance it? I think that it's important for you to do the things that you love and the things that you know you have to do so that you can maintain like some joy and some peace in your life and not just get engulfed in your work because I know that I found, I have found myself in those positions and I've had to reevaluate and say, wait a second, I need to make sure that I'm having balance and I'm having harmony so that I can be the best person that I can be in all of these different areas where I wear these different hats. So um, I think, yeah, it's just about like understanding what your priorities need to be right now and managing those accordingly. That's perfect. And I love that you said you have to level up sometimes and you have to scale back sometimes depending on the specific season that you're in. And I know we were just talking offline about how I've been in this place where I say, okay, I think I want to keep my family the size that it is right now. So I'm kind of scaling back, if you will, in terms of the mom role. And yes, of course, I'm going to be the best mom and continue to be as active as a mom as I can with the two boys that I have, but in, in saying, okay, now I kind of want to work on my business. I want to to grow Black Girls of Purpose. I want to grow my nonprofit, Unity Queens. And I know that there was a part, there's a part of me um, that can't really do that if I'm constantly thinking in the back of my head, I wonder if I'm going to be pregnant soon, or I wonder if I'm going to have to start. I've got me, I remember I was so excited to just stop breastfeeding, <laughs> like simple mm-hmm. things like that, right? That people would kind of dismiss, but understanding that, especially as women, that we do have these different things that we wear and these things we do. And I also like that you didn't say, you didn't really say it's not about you didn't say specifically balance, but talking about priorities, because I think that priorities gives more of a flexibility. I think when you use the word balance a lot, it makes people feel guilty of, oh my gosh, you know, everything is off kilter. And what I've heard people say more often that I've really resonated with is it's about prioritizing. And that can be on a day-to-day basis, right? Okay, yes, that was my priority yesterday, but what's my priority today? Yes, yesterday I was working on being the boss and being the the CEO and being the founder, but today I'm going to focus on being the mom or being the sister or being the daughter. And I think when we give ourselves that flexibility, it really does allow us to show up in those areas we know we've been called in called to and show up in those areas officially and effectively yeah for sure and I like that you said you have to um reset or look at your priorities each day because I think that that's really important I almost envision like balance as juggling a lot of balls in the air 
which, you know, sometimes like that's a very real thing, right? Like I'm not going to negate that sometimes we feel like we have all of these balls in the air. But I think that when I envision prioritizing, I see one ball at a time. It's almost like that game that you play at the arcade. Like you roll one ball at a time and you try and get the highest number possible, like in that ring, or you try and get the bullseye. It's just like that. It's like, okay, I got this ball. I'm going to try and hit the bullseye. I got the next ball, bullseye. You know, and when you do that, instead of like throwing all the balls at once, I think it's easier to maintain and not feel exhausted or feel that burnout that a lot of us, you know, have expressed that we felt at some point in our life. And God will allow and make room for you to be able to accomplish these different things according to his will and his plan for your life. And um, I think that you have to be open and willing to be flexible with your priorities and go with what needs to happen at what time. And it's not always on our timing. Um, God has definitely revealed that to me in my life. Um, I've been able to still do speaking engagements for public health because I do really care about the health of communities. And I think about um, health of black and brown communities overall, but especially um, black and brown people and black people because we're so much so affected by uh, chronic health conditions and we have an epidemic that we're facing within the black community on our own. And so anytime I get an opportunity to talk about that, I do. And God has allowed me to speak in healthcare spaces as well as spaces where I can talk about my podcast. And really it boils down to like taking care of people and taking care of the community. So I host brunches that are focused on like health, wellness, mental health, financial health, physical health. And so really I'm able to blend my two interests and serve the communities in a unique way that, you know, fits, fits me and my personality and that's authentic. That's so good. And it makes me think of the scripture that says a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great. And sometimes, again, tying back to what I was saying earlier about not shying away from particular parts of your personality and understanding that God is so big that he put all of those things inside of you, I think is really helpful because I really do feel like there's so many people who are even listening to this and they just look at all their talents. It's like they have them on a table. And they feel like nothing's related. But I feel like if you're intentional about going to God and saying, God, sh connect the dots for me. Like, show me how that how health has to do with this Christ Over Culture podcast, has to do with productivity, has to do with financial stewardship. And he will show you because he's that strategic. And what I love and what I've seen is that when you take a skill set or a knowledge base that you have in a particular field and you apply it to a field that it wouldn't traditionally be applied to it provides an avenue for a lot of innovation and people could say well what where did she get that and you can say oh well they've been doing that in the health industry for years i've just applied it to the media industry or vice versa they've been doing that in the media industry but i'm applying it to the health field and it really does allow you to do what scripture says and let your light so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify your father in heaven where they just say you know she has some really amazing strategy and she seems to have a lot of order in her life and so I just need to know what she's doing and that that's an opportunity for the gospel to go forth because we're able to say hey yeah in and of myself I probably wouldn't be able to connect the dots between these different things but with God this is the path that he showed me absolutely and I think that 
you know, when you focus on how your gifts and talents can serve others, sometimes it comes to like a natural point and you see those things come together for you. Absolutely. So in talking about priorities, what do you feel like the priorities are? Or what are your priorities in this particular season? I know that as we're recording this, we're kind of getting somewhat towards the end of things for COVID-19 in terms of the fact that in the state of Texas, they started giving dates where they're going to be opening up specific kinds of businesses and kind of trying to resume a different type of normal. I haven't, I haven't at all said, oh, things are going to go back to normal because you just can't go through this and things just go back to how they were. But what are some of your priorities in this season? Yeah, so um, one of them is I'm considering going back to school. So just doing research on that and taking time to um, study for like the particular exams that I need to go back to school and just really kind of wrapping my mind around what that looks like and being intentional about that. So that's definitely a priority for me. Um, Health and wellness is a priority for me. So I, of course, like I have a background in public health, right? And um, I also know that health is a part of your spiritual well-being. Like physical health and spiritual health are connected. And so when I think about like, how do I take care of like the body that God gave me? I think about how do I give myself like good food? Am I drinking enough water? Um, Am I exercising, which is something I need to do more of. But um, in terms of like food, I've definitely been really intentional about what I'm putting in my body and allowing myself, you know, like to eat some things that I want, but I also don't just like let everything like out the bag or get off kilter just because, you know, I can. It's like, how am I uh, putting good things in so that I can, you know, put good things out and all of that, you know, helps with your skin and your mental health and how you sleep, like food is connected to a lot of that stuff as well as exercise. So uh, health and wellness is really important to me right now in terms of my priorities. And then um, I would say uh, maybe third is just like checking in with family and friends. And so anytime that I can check in with family and friends on a daily basis, I do like I specifically make sure that I'm reaching out to people checking in with them. Last night, um, I scheduled a game night with my friends and like a virtual game night for us. So making sure that I'm cultivating those relationships with my family and friends is super important to me and that I'm having like FaceTime calls and dates and just checking in. So I would say that those are like, my top priorities um you know I think that it's really important to make sure that you're good and you can serve others and check in with others and so um yeah that's kind of what my priorities are looking like right now I like that you made checking in with people a priority because I think and I know that you're in the entrepreneurial space too, that you, you know, and you have multiple streams of income because we both have talked about how that's really important. But I think that sometimes as people who have our own businesses, as people who, you know, want to be 
bosses one day. I think sometimes that checking in on people becomes something that gets put on the back burner only because traditionally speaking, when you look at people who are in really great places in their career, a lot of them say, hey, you just got to be in a place where you're okay, missing the meet, you know, missing the the family game night, missing this, missing that, because you have a, a soul focus and you're trying to grow and you're trying to build. And for me, I know that I kind of dealt with that when I first had, when I had our first son, Jaden, and I was so consumed with making sure that I didn't lose my status or the things that I worked for, that I was completely neglecting my family and kind of just chalked it up of, oh, they still gonna love me. You know, they'll still be there for me. This is my time type thing. And God is so gracious because I I tell people, I feel like that's why he gave me another child. He said, okay, with that first one, you kind of messed that up. So we're gonna do this again. And all the time I felt like I, missed out on with Jaden was restored not only with John but with Jaden as well and that I was able to be really attentive and notice the different things that he does and and so now I mean I'm very intentional about just playing with my sons or reading to them every single night or having devotional time with them or you know praying with them and letting them hear me pray my long prayers with my tears and everything so they can see like this is how you commune with God he really cares about everything you don't have to do the cutesy prayers of oh now I lay me down to sleep I pray the Lord my soul to keep like you if there's something on your heart he really wants to hear about it and so I just love that you are prioritizing relationships in this season because I think that's one of the things we're seeing uh, and that has come out of this is just how precious relationships are not even from just a standpoint of people losing loved ones but the people that you kind of push to the side because you're like oh girl you know I got this meeting I got this or I gotta work on and now these are the some of the people that you've been pushing away are the very people who are there and they're checking on you and so I just love that you made that a priority um who would you say has been the most supportive friend that you have in this season or or, or you know your group of friends how have they shown up for you in this season Yeah, I would definitely say it's a group. It takes a village, right? (laughs) So um, I would say, you know, with them just checking in, that's been great. Um, Us scheduling like movie, virtual movie nights and just really spending time together. I think that that's probably one of the ways that they've been most supportive of me. Um, I know a friend today mentioned like buying a few of my products for some of her friends so I know a lot of times we talk about support your friends businesses etc and so for her to even make that gesture I was just like wow you know the fact that even in a world of uncertainty you would still think about me and want to not only pay it forward and gift other people things but also support my business it's not something that I expect of my friends but it doesn't surprise me it's like wow you know you really care about me you care about my business and my well-being to do something like this but you know your friends and family like they may not be your quote-unquote target customer they may be or not but just for them to be like I believe in you I think your product is good and I want to support you and I want to gift this to people that was just like 
that was just so huge to me. And I just truly appreciated that because I understand that that's a choice. It's not a requirement. And so, um, yeah, my friends have been supportive of me in terms of just spending time. Quality time is um, one of my top love languages. So I always appreciate that. And so for us to be able to do that means a lot. And then for, for, you know, that gesture to support my business, that just was such a like sweet surprise. And I'm just so grateful for it. So that's a really great transition because you have a journal and it's called um, Fulfilled. And I love it because I was able to be a part of the beta test of it. And Mm -hmm. so it's a goal setting journal. And I love those two things to put together, right? Because a lot of times I think with when we think about goals, we think about checklists. And I loved when you first sent the I mean literally it was a drawing you were like hey can you do this and I think I I scanned it or something and printed out a bunch of copies so I could use a new one every day but I love that you incorporated journaling into the goal setting process because as you know I would reach out to you and I realized I said you know I made this a goal but as I journaled about it I started asking myself, why is this a goal? This isn't even a priority. This is more of a to-do than a goal. And I have noticed that through using your journal that I started out with these big goals and had moved somewhere along the line from making big goals to just putting to-do list items on there for the sake of checking it off and putting complete, you know, fulfilled. And so I want you to talk a little bit about what it was like to write a goal-setting journal and how it felt to just share that with people. And I'm sure some of your friends are part of it as well. And being able to uh, cultivate that within a community. Cause I think sometimes we're so passionate about something that we say, okay, this is definitely going to work. Everyone's going to love this. We don't do the footwork. We don't beta test. We don't say, Hey, are people even interested in this? We just kind of go forward. And then when people don't buy it, we're mad and we're salty and we're like, Oh, this is amazing. And everybody else is looking at us like, who told you it was amazing? Cause this isn't what I needed. And sometimes it might be a small tweak that would make it amazing, but people are, can be so prideful in the way that they develop things um, that they didn't, that they're not open to feedback. And so what made you say, okay, yes, I am passionate about this, but I want to see if other people are passionate about this too. And then how did you decide who to share that vision with? Yeah. So um, in 2018, I knew I was going to write a gratitude journal. Um, God had definitely told me that um, at the end of 2018. And so um, really fulfilled is a goal setting journal, but it's also a gratitude journal. Um, I think about the fact that, you know, we are to give thanks in all circumstances and um, that's scriptural. It says, give uh, thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you. And I think sometimes we just get so caught up and going about our everyday life, I know at least I've done this, where sometimes we realize we haven't even given, like, said thanks to God. Like, thank you for my life. Thank you for um, what you're molding in me, even if it was a bad day. Like, God, you know, I know that you're using all of this, and it's for a bigger plan and purpose. And so, really, with the Fulfilled um, Journal, it is a goal setting journal. And when I created it, 
um, in early 2019, when I put it to paper, it was really a vision that God gave to me. And I feel like it was like two or three o'clock in the morning. And some of you all may relate to that where you get woken up and you have to like jot down uh, notes like on your phone by your bedstand or what have you. And I just remember writing it down. And so it was like a few months between the time that, you know, God gave me like this assignment and it was then written down like on paper and then, you know, between that to like production. So it's definitely a process, but I would encourage everyone to be patient with the process. Um, You may get things like in phases um, and that's something that I personally experienced. And so once I had kind of this outline, I shared it with people who I actually know wear many hats. Um, I think that it's so important to be able to kind of bring some organization to your life so that you can embrace that peace that um, I mentioned. Like God is a guy who does things decently and in order. And so I don't think that we should just be flailing about life. And sometimes it can feel like that when we have too many things on our plate or we're juggling a whole bunch of balls. And so I really wanted to see if my journal would work with people who juggle many hats and already have like systems in place that either work well for them or they've been like looking for a new system. And so I thought, Hey, try this out. Let me know if this works. And so, um, I did that and I got some good feedback from people saying, yes, you know, this really works or, Oh, this seems like too intense. Um, I can't learn a new system or this helped me so much. I've gotten the most done in my day or in my week than I have over the last, you know, X months or year. And so that was super encouraging for me. And so I took all that feedback and I refined the journal. Um, So now with the journal, it's so great because, and I did research because I do have my background in public health and I'm also certified in Lean Six Sigma, which is a process improvement certification. It's all about efficiency. And so I use my skill set from the healthcare industry um, and what I've learned in school in my master's program and this combination of health and wellness and really brought that as a force that I placed inside of a journal to really help people be intentional about their days. Um, The research says that the really like the the fewer things you put on your to-do list in the day, the better. Like when we pile up our to-do list, we actually become less productive than if we put like, you know, priority things on our to-do list. And so I really um, created the journal so that people can be not busy, but move with intention towards their goals each day. And so I think that is, you know, there's a lot of information around productivity And I think that there's a difference between being busy and productive just to be doing stuff. And I think there's a difference between that and moving towards the God, the plan that God has for your life and those goals and those dreams that maybe we've been procrastinating on, et cetera, or we've just felt like we haven't had enough time or we haven't like been able to organize our thoughts on paper. And that's really what the Fulfilled Journal allows you to do. You're able to set, you know, that intention and really organize your thoughts for the week 
and put it down on paper and break that down each day so that you're moving towards your goals and um, the plan that God has for your life. And I think that that's really, you know, we're all here for a purpose. And that's really what the journal um, promotes. And the journaling component of it is so great because you're able to express gratitude and talk about your days. And I personally use this journal and just going back and being able to reflect on things that God has done for me, miracles that he has allowed me to receive on particular days and just my growth journal journey as I'm moving towards, you know, his plan has just been so beautiful. So it's more than just like goal setting, planning, checklist. We have enough of those. This is really something that allows you to cultivate your purpose and move forward in a strategic way in order to see it come to fruition. I love everything about that. Um, I think that one of the things I loved when I was using it was just how much peace I had because I think one, and you talked about this a little bit earlier in the interview, when you wake up and you don't make a plan for your day, anything happens, right? And then I, I don't know if you said this or someone else said this, but they the the conversation was if you don't wake up with a plan for your life, if you don't have a plan for your life, somebody else does. And you know, I think that especially as you said, with as people with who wear many hats, sometimes you can want to start your day off well, but then you get an email. And so then you're going into crisis aversion mode, right? Or as a parent, you may wake up and you want to do one thing and then, okay, your child is doing X, Y, and Z. And so it's not a, you're not being flexible because of course there are still things that happen that are outside of your control that you don't necessarily plan for. But when you know what your priorities are, then maybe you start your work day later, right? So, okay, in the instance with your children, all right, my plan was to get up, start working at 10, doing this kind of thing, but Jaden's having a bad morning, so I'm just going to sit with him, I'm going to rub his back, and then when I do start my day later, I know what my priorities are, and so I'm still able to do more with less time, because that's what I was also finding, is that before, and, and many people have talked about how things will expand to the time that you've given them, and, and you and I have talked about that, so if you give yourself three months to work on a project, it may take you three months. If you take that and say, okay, I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to do it in a month, then you'll probably get it done in a month. And so it's the same thing with your day-to-day -day work. And I find, especially in this season, I feel like where so many people are working from home, I think that's where people are kind of struggling because they're like, wow, at work, this took me all day. Now at home, I just did it in two hours and I don't know what else to do with myself. But if they're using tools like your, uh, your, your journal or just other productivity tools, I know that I use, I know people use Asana, I know people use Monday.com, I know people use Trello, I know I personally like Trello. And so if you know what other things you can be working on, then you can still be very productive with, with that time. And then even if you have just those three things, and that was one thing I love about your journal is that you have three priorities for the day. Then if you knock those priorities out at one in the afternoon, then guess what? Go kick it, like enjoy yourself, have a longer lunch than you would normally have, spend time with your family, call your friend that you've been kind of forgetting to check in with. And it, it, it was just so freeing for me to be able to go to bed every night feeling fulfilled. I mean, it, it was so appropriate that that's the name you ended up landing on because when you wake up every day with an intention with a purpose and then you 
work towards that purpose and then you look at the end of the day and you do have a chance to journal and say wow I really lived up to what I felt like I was called to do in this season it's so blessed it's such a blessing and it's so reassuring and all the pressure that really it comes internally but the enemy knows that that the kind of people that we are because I feel like the people who are pressured are the people who are productive and so he's like oh no you got to do more you got to do more you got to do more but when you use tools like your journal or when you're just intentional about being grateful for the things that you have done because there still would be days even if you just had the three where you only get one done because maybe it does take a little bit more time than you thought when you still end it with gratitude of God thank you that I was able to still work on something today or or thank you that my family is well, or thank you that, you know, I even have the soundness of mind to know the things that need to get done today. It, it increases your productivity and it does help your health and your wellness because when you're constantly bashing yourself for all the things you didn't get to get done, that's not a good mental practice. It doesn't set you up for success for the next day because internally you like, girl, you tried this yesterday and you failed. So why are you keep trying this? You know, there's all this negative self-talk. And so I just love, and I know I've shared it a jillion times. We'll probably share a jillion more just how intentional you were. And I really can tell that this was a process that was spirit led because it was, it's, it's about your holistic health, right? Like you said, and I just, I love the way that God is continues to intertwine that because you do sleep better at night when you go to bed with a smile on your face because you feel fulfilled and you're like, okay, I did what I was supposed to do today. And you do have peace, which can decrease your stress and anxiety and all these things, which can lead to chronic illnesses like you were talking about earlier. And so I just feel like that is so good um i am curious uh, about what 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 would be one like really surprising result you feel like someone has gotten from using your journal where they say hey this helped me with this you were like wait what my journal helped you with that what do you mean mm-hmm. yeah um so i remember um just kind of like putting out a call on my podcast saying hey like if you have been struggling, like launching, you know, a particular project, something that God told you to do, um, and you know that you need to do it, like reach out to me. And I had several people reach out to me and um, I was able to work with um, a handful of those people. And I know one comes to mind in particular, I'm just so proud of her because she wanted to start her blog. And she knew she wanted to start a blog for women, but she just needed help kind of putting the pieces together and putting a strategy together and working towards that. And so I said, hey, let's work together for a month and you tell me what it is, three things that you want to do in this month in order to get this blog launched. And so she took ownership of it. She's like, these are the things that it's going to take for me to get this blog up and running. And we checked in every single week on it. Um, and she launched her blog. And I'm like, how big of a blessing is that? Um, she and I strategized. She was like, you know, I'm not able to go all around the city and find women to interview on my blog. And so I gave her some strategies and ideas around that. And like within a week's time, she had about 10 women to interview for her blog. And so just think about how one simple act of obedience for you can have a ripple effect. 
And that's what I saw with my journal. And that was um, one of those things where I was like, wow, God, like, I know you're really working in this because look how at not only look at how this vision is blessing not only the one person who I've worked with specifically, but the women and people on her email list that are being blessed by this too. And so I, when I use my journal, this is a system I used. I was way more productive. I got things done. I was able to plan um, an event with full sponsorship. And I just saw like how God moved in my life through using this particular product. And so to be able to pay it forward and help other women and other people see those same things come alive in their life is what it's all about. And that's why I believe in it so much because it's about you seeing those goals and those dreams come to fruition that God has placed in your heart. It's not about just like, Praying on people or just selling another product. No, this is bigger than just a product. It's what's birthed out of it. And that's so good. And I, I love that you brought it back to obedience. And I know you did a podcast episode on your Christ Over Culture podcast about obedience. And sometimes we don't realize what's on the other side of our obedience, who's waiting, who's going to be blessed, who's going to be delivered, who's going to be motivated, who's going to be inspired. I mean, and I think about this, even if no one ever reads that woman's blog, right, but they know that she set an intention to start a blog and she started it, then there may be a part in them that says, okay, she set, set out to do something and she did it, so what's holding me back? Why can't I go forth and do what it is that I've been called to do? And I think in the specific industry that we're in, you know, there's, and, and, and that's a good use of social media where people can see something and be inspired and say, you know, they created this and I want to create something. And so I just love, like you said, that ripple effect. And there may be a woman that she interviews that says, man, I, I want to start a, start a blog now, or who may say, I want to start a podcast because I really love this back and forth. I mean, I had a woman on my podcast a few weeks ago, and I said, sis, you really need to start a podcast. Like, you're really good at this. You just, it's very natural. And, so, and then a couple of weeks ago, she did something on her Instagram live. And I said, okay, so you, you ready to start that podcast? Yeah, because it literally was a podcast format. It was conversational. And even the name of the, the live, I said, sis, I think that's the name of your podcast. And so just being able to see how one act of obedience even in your own life unlocks other things i mean she has she's done a, a, a she did a seminar about healing and inner healing and it all started because she read this book about healing and so just thinking about how amazing god is that you take this that you take this one step that seems seemingly random doesn't seem to be connected to anything else and then he ties it all together and you see oh wow that's why i had the internship when i was in high school or that's why i ended up living next to this particular person or that's why i needed to stay to at uh, at the library a little bit later because i need to meet that person or i need to find out about this resource when you start to see the way that god moves in all the areas of your life then it does spark this idea uh, this desire to be obedient every year because you say you know what I don't know which one of these things God is going to use and so I'm just going to be intentional and I love uh, the scripture in Ecclesiastes 11 that says the one who waits for the perfect time is never going to to sow anything if you're waiting for the perfect conditions you're not going to 
to sow anything because you say, okay, well, I just need to wait till, I mean, and there's some people in the season, COVID-19, who are putting the, they're putting the plow to the ground and they are working and there are other people who feel like, okay, well, I was going to do this, but now I can't. And so what would you say to someone who really feel, and, and, I, and I understand, and we've talked, I've seen that a lot on social media, God may be telling you to rest in this season. And if he is, be intentional, get all the rest that you can get. But for the people who they know that God has burdened them to do something in this season, but they're battling with it because they feel like, well, this isn't the right time. What would you say to them? Well, first, I would say reach out to me via email at michellelinae@christoverculture.com. Um, if you have something in your heart and you're like, God has told me to birth this, I need help trying to get this done. I will work with you to help you get that accomplished for a short period of time by using the fulfilled journaling system. That's how much I believe in it. That's how much I believe in God and his ability to work through you. Um, I would say that being led by the Holy Spirit is really important. And some people know about the Holy Spirit. Some people don't. On the Christ Over Culture podcast, we did a podcast on Holy Spirit 101, where there was actually a pastor, um, specifically from my church, who came on to really break down who the Holy Spirit is. And so I would encourage you to go back to that podcast if you don't know who the Holy Spirit is and you don't know what his job description is. So you can go there. Um, I think that people, not everybody has the same assignment in each, in each season, right? Because if we did, like, I don't know, I guess we just wouldn't be unique. Like we have a purpose on this earth and like, yes, there's some like unified corporate things that we need to be doing especially like for those of us who are believers in Christ, but also realize like God may be telling someone to birth this particular project. And for others, like he may be saying, um, I need you to be intentional about spending time with your family and getting things done in your home. And one thing I love about the Fulfilled Journal is that it has flexibility so that you can set goals for family life, personal life, professional life, anything. And so I think it's really important for you to be prayerful and say, God, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing in this season? And help me to be open to the tools, the people, the tips, the strategies in order to accomplish your will on earth as it is in heaven through my life. And so I would just encourage you to really be prayerful and get in alignment with God about what it is that you're supposed to be doing right now and be open to taking the steps to move forward in that because that's where obedience comes. Um, we all have gifts and talents. And so the way that we can use those to serve others, whether that be our family members, our coworkers, um, our communities, I would say, you know, that's always a great start, but definitely be prayerful, set, you know, an intention. And what I want to end with is saying, be on offense when it comes to your life. Like be the type of person who is saying, hey, 
this is what my life is going to look like. This is for me and my house. This is what it's going to look like. You know, for me and my life, this is what it's going to look like and align your actions and your daily activities with that so that you're li living the life that you were, you know, purposed for. And so that's what I would tell somebody in this season. There's a lot of information, like information overload, but sometimes you really have to spend that alone time and quiet time, meditating, journaling, praying, reading God's word to really understand what he's trying to say to you and then move forth in your actions to do that. That's such a great place to end. And I hope that people will be really intentional about spending some time in prayer and saying, God, what is it that you want me to do in this season? And to be honest too, because I know that sometimes I will hide behind prayer and say, oh, I, I'm gonna pray on it a little bit more. And there have been some things where before I could even fix my mouth to pray, God's like, you already know what my answer is. Don't ask me <laughs> nothing else. Kind of how our mothers used to say, uh, I'm not gonna repeat myself. I'm not, I'm not changing my mind. The thing I told you to do three months ago is still the thing I'm telling you to do now. You keep praying, asking me to give you a different instruction. I'm not gonna give you a different instruction. And so just trust Holy Spirit, like you said. And I love that you guys had an episode about who Holy Spirit is and what his role is. So I would definitely, I'll, I'll make sure that I link to that specific episode in the show notes. But yes, y'all pray ask God what he's telling you to do in this season and then do it. Don't be the people who just hear the word, but be doers of the word. Scripture talks about the person who, who, who does not do what God tells them to do is like someone who goes in the mirror, looks at themselves and then walks away and forgets what they look like. And honestly, I mean, to, to be real, y'all, if you're not doing the thing that you've been called to do, then you're being disobedient. And so then th that breaks your fellowship with God. And then when you want him to give you further instructions about things, you feel like, well, why isn't God talking to me? And he's saying, you didn't do the last thing that I told you. So why would I continue to give you more instructions? So I just love that you ended with that. Um, if there is one encouraging word you could leave with our listeners, what would it be? It would be to act, to move forward. Just like you said, and I've been guilty of that too at different points in my life um, where it's like God told you what you needed to do. And we do sometimes hide behind prayer. But what we have to understand and what I want you guys, um, you ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to understand on this podcast is that we are co-creators with Christ. Like God accomplishes his work through us. That's why we're here. Um, so we faith without works is dead. That means that, yes, we have faith in Jesus Christ, but we have to do the work in order to make that promise, that purpose, that goal for our life come to fruition, that God has already placed inside of us, that we're working towards each day to fulfill. So that would be what I would leave with you is if you know what you're supposed to be doing, act. If you need help, the Fulfilled Journal is a tool. It's on ChristOverCulture.com. It's $20. I'm giving y'all a discount code fulfilled in order to get it, get 10% off because you need to move. If you need to move, you need to move. And like you said, Bree, you know, obedience. Like God wants our heart. He wants our heart. And so we have to have a heart where it's like, God, I'm going to do what you said. I don't know what it all looks like. I don't necessarily have all the money. I don't have all the resources, but God, I know you'll bring the resources. And I am a witness today that I have, that has happened in my life. 
that happened in 2016 when I started a podcast when I had no media background. I had finished my master's in public health in 2015 and God told me to start this podcast. And doors have opened where I've been able to travel nationally to speak, where I've gotten um, different opportunities to be on large and small platforms on TV and in community spaces because I was obedient. So move. That's what I would say. Move. If God told you to move, you need to move. And there are people out here and resources, including me, that want to help you take that next step. That's so good. So how can people stay connected with you? I know yeah. you gave, we shared the podcast, Christ Over Culture podcast. Definitely subscribe to that. And I know you have your website, ChristOverCulture.com. But how else can people stay connected with you? Yeah, so you can connect with me on Instagram at Christ Over Culture. You can connect with me on my personal Instagram, Michelle.Lene. And Lene is spelled L-E-N-A-E. Hit me up there. You can hit me up in my DMs. Uh, you can go to Christ Over Culture, as I mentioned, to get your fulfilled journal. We are shipping journals out. So um, that is how you can stay connected with me. Um, and, you know, I respond pretty quickly. <laughs> so um, you should be able to, you know, reach me on those platforms and, you know, get you connected to, to help you move forward. Yes, y'all. And Michelle is actually one of our teachers on our Activate platform as well. So if you guys have not signed up for Activate, it's an online learning platform for women of faith and business. And she'll be teaching a course all about setting fulfilled a goal. So I'm so excited about that. I'm so thankful to you, Michelle, for being on the podcast. And I know this is going to be a blessing to so many women. I always tell people that my podcast interviews always feel like therapy sessions and just feeling like, oh, yes, that's good. Just, you know, you, you want to take notes. I, I end up taking notes even while I'm interviewing people like, yeah, I need to remember that so you just said so many good things and I hope that people will really sit with everything that you shared and that they'll stay connected with you but I appreciate you so much for taking the time to talk to us thank you Bree, and I love what you're doing you're inspiring and encouraging so many women so keep doing what you're doing because I know that it's an act of obedience and a labor of love and because of that women and many others are being blessed Hey there, Purpose Peeps. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you are looking to increase your impact, strengthen your brand message, and scale your business, I hope that you will join the Activate community. Activate is an online learning platform providing accountability and support for women of faith in business. And we do monthly workshops. We have master classes. We do tutorials on various things that might help you with your productivity. And so if you're interested in that, make sure you go to blackgirlsofpurposepodcast.com forward slash activate, and you'll get your first two weeks for free.